see more innovation in packaging and processing at Pack Expo International than anywhere else in the world. It's the show that defines where the industry is headed, with the solutions that define where your business can go. Discover cutting-edge packaging technology, processing equipment, new materials, sustainable solutions, supply chain resources, and much, much more. You'll walk away with innovative solutions to challenges big and small. Register at PackExpoInternational.com. You're listening to Unpacked with PMMI, where we share the latest packaging and processing industry insights, research, and innovations to help you advance your business. Hi, and welcome to another edition of Unpacked with PMMI. I'm your host, Sean Riley. PMMI's State of the Industry Report has long served as a reliable baseline of machinery shipment statistics, and we incorporated into an in-depth report on the packaging machinery industry. The report contains the most up-to-date stats, estimates, and analysis of the North American packaging machinery industry. PMMI Vice President of Market Development Jorge Esquerdo joins the podcast to offer his 30,000-foot view on his initial findings from this exhaustive report. After two years of unprecedented growth, Esquerdo predicts continued growth, but perhaps not at the levels of 2020 and 2021. So with all the fancy introductions out of the way, welcome back to the podcast, Jorge. Hey, Sean, thank you. Thank you for having me. Pleasure is all mine. Now, you are usually, for most of the year, knee-deep in business intelligence and the business intelligence that's coming out of PMMI. And I know that one of our reports that most people look forward to the most, or at least specifically our members I know look forward to the most, is our State of the Industry Report. And we just I just got my hands on the 2022 State of the Industry Report. So since you kind of know this as well as anyone, could you kind of give us some of the key findings that you've taken from this year's report? Sure, Sean. Uh, absolutely. You know, it's uh, 2021 and uh, 2020 had been uh, very busy years for the packaging machinery industry. In 2021, we had a growth of 11.2% uh, for domestic shipments. Uh, the total market itself uh, growth uh a rate of 12.1%, a total of uh, close to $14 billion, $13.9 billion for the total market. And uh, it's it's quite exciting. exciting. As, I, as I was saying earlier, you know, it's, uh, it's been the growth in 2021, 11.2%. Uh, the growth in uh, 2020 was even more than that, 14.7%. So our industry is coming from two very, very strong years, uh, very likely a record year, a uh, couple of years for uh, many of our members. Um, and as you can imagine, with all this demand um, and adding up some, uh, some of the supply chain issues, uh, backlog is growing as well. Uh, our backlog currently uh, growth at a rate of 19.2% to reach uh, $3.7 billion. So it's uh, the highest uh, we've seen in a while. And I can't imagine that, you know, the supply chain issues are, are helping with the backlog. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's uh, I guess, 
it's true for every industry. It doesn't matter uh, where you are. Uh, certainly, it's uh, contributing to to increase the delivery times of uh, for packaging equipment. Yeah. yeah. So I, it seems like, as you kind of noted, that 2020 and 2021 were very good years for packaging machinery orders. And it's interesting because in some industries have have been up and down these past couple of years for some of the reasons that I think you're going to make clear. Um, so what did it what it is it that has kind of kept packaging machinery, you know, not only above water, but, you know, kind of blossoming? You know, it's 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 very interesting, uh, Sean. Uh, if we look back at, at these past two years, uh, I, I guess the first clue. Well, number one, of course, it's uh, COVID. Mm-hmm has been uh, the, the blueprint here, you know, in terms of what's happening. Uh, but uh, to make it easier to understand, maybe just look at the consumer behavior. You know, it's we were forced to stay at home. Uh, we were not going to restaurants, going to uh, events, hotels, going to the office, as simple as that. We, we were mainly staying at home, uh, most of us. And uh, that means the way we consume uh, was very different. We concentrate uh, a lot of uh, our food came, uh, well, mainly from uh, supermarkets. So uh, pretty much that's one of the uh, strengths uh, on our industry. You know, everything that goes into a supermarket or most of the things that go into a supermarket are uh, packaged. And uh, because of that, we saw a significant growing demand for packaging products. And uh, because of that, of course, a significant growing demand for uh, packaging equipment. So it's uh, it's been a, a very interesting, you know, how COVID the effects of COVID on the on the packaging industry and the increase significant increase in demand. And and obviously, we're not completely out of the woods with the pandemic. So, what do you attribute to why it's kind of stuck? Is it is it Stuck, not COVID. I'm sorry. Why the um, the packaging and and, pro- and and processing machinery orders have continued to to be, you know, significant. Why has that stuck as we've sort of reemerged out of COVID a bit and 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 are out of not completely away from the pandemic, but we're out more and we're. It still seems like those numbers are high. Yeah, for sure, those numbers are high. Uh, and I would say uh, we've, we've been referring at uh, growth in 2020, growth in 2021. Uh, PMMI uh, tracks also, you know, the quarterly behavior of the market with a different product that we call uh, quarterly business indicator. And uh, it's uh, pretty much includes a survey from PMMI members where we ask uh, house business. Um, and what we've been noticing is... Uh, the first half of the year, uh, the first quarter already saw a significant uh, uh, slowdown on the pace of growth. Uh, and, and I'm careful here with my uh-huh. wording, right? It's, it's not shrinking. Right. Uh, the growth is slowing down. Okay. So so maybe things are starting to, again, we're not saying that they're going down, but you know, the astronomical growth is sort of leveling off to just very good growth at this point. That, that's correct. In fact, uh, the, the last couple of years, the, a lot of the investment have been devoted to growth, uh, to address the demands for growth. Uh, what we expect, I mean, in the in coming years, in actually the, towards the, the second half of this year and uh, coming couple of years, it's that the demand will be driven more by uh, uh, 
trying to address the uh, workforce challenges, you know, the lack of labor, uh, availability of labor. So um, a, a lot of the investment will be driven that by that and uh, very likely uh, more heavy investments towards the end of the line, uh, secondary and uh, secondary packaging and end of the line equipment. It's, it's what we are expecting for for coming years. Interesting. So, so a, a ton of things are changing. Um, well, a lot of things kind of stay the same. But I guess you've touched on a little bit with end of line and, and addressing workforce. But I guess how has this changed? How have these last couple of years changed packaging and processing operations? Well, you know, what's, what's very significant is how the priorities uh, have changed in packaging and processing operations. I mean, uh, just before COVID, you know, in January 2020, uh, operations were all about flexibility, quick changeover, productivity, asset reliability. Uh, and within a year, you know, it's uh, not any year, within a year of COVID, you know, that changed significantly. You know, by January 2021, the priorities were more on uh, efficiency, throughput, and productivity. Uh, in automation, uh, health and safety for the employees. I mean, safety has always been important, of course, uh, but uh, addressing health for the employees, trying to avoid contagion, and, uh, uh, it, it was it was kind of significant how how it changed. You know, that's again that gives you an idea of how January twenty twenty one was, and again, you know, uh, when we. Uh, ask again, you know, uh, uh, kind of people responsible for operations, packaging and processing operations. We asked them again in July 2020, just six months later, how has the priorities have changed? And we noticed that uh, there was a significant change. The number one priority was uh, addressing workforce challenges, followed by uh, automation, productivity growth. Uh, and for the first time, we start looking at supply chain. Uh, and as we move into 2020, suddenly supply chain starts moving uh, to the top and, and things like uh, delivery times are starting to come up in, in terms of priority number one for uh, packaging operations. So it's been uh, two years of uh, significant change in priorities, uh, significant and ongoing change in priorities. Uh, when you're talking about getting back to normal, um, I don't. I don't think we're there yet. Uh, I think it's going to take uh, still uh, a few years to get there. Right, and I and I guess a lot of the the things that were, um, I guess, how do I say this? Kind of altered for packaging and processing operations had to lead to to maybe an increase in you know remote and technologies and and using the cloud and stuff like that are those things that we're still seeing on the increase yeah you know it's it's COVID. it's it's very interesting what happened there so sorry if i'm, I'm going to make kind of a, a little of a longer answer no to this question but uh just just when uh COVID hit in in i i guess march april 2020 uh as as expected you know many uh people responsible for packaging operations, you know, in CPG companies, they pretty much stopped allowing uh, uh, service technicians uh, from the OEM side from entering their operations. 
So suddenly from one month to the other, 70% of the service technicians weren't allowed to get into the packaging and processing operations. And uh, of course, this, this, causes, uh, this caused a significant problem for the industry. And uh, what happened is somehow uh, many of those technologies, remote technologies that were already installing the equipment, but they were available, but many companies weren't, were not using those technologies. Suddenly they were forced to, to make the jump and start using them. And, and the reason for not using them, you know, it's there are many reasons, but among them it's uh, cybersecurity. And it's, it's a very uh, important reason to be careful. But uh, many of the industries really looked at it, uh, devoted the time to learn how to do it the right way. And uh, in a few words, they were, they were forced to jump in, right? And, and once they addressed these challenges in, in terms of uh, remote access, uh, other opportunities open. You know, it's not just remote access, but uh, uh, cloud technologies. Uh, and this opened the door for many of the Industry 4.0 uh, opportunities in, uh, for for our industry. Uh, so I, I can tell you that COVID has been uh, kind of a catalyzer for the industry in terms of adoption of uh, not just remote, but uh, cloud technologies and uh, industry 4.0 technologies. So it's, uh, uh, it, it's certainly something that we've noticed significantly in the past two years. Fair enough. So you touched on a little bit of with your quarterly um, indicators, what we've, we're starting to see. So I guess to kind of put a button on this talk, um, you've, you've kind of given us where we are based off of the past, but I guess what do you expect to see happen in the coming months and maybe the next year? Well, uh, I guess there was, we are coming from two pretty much record years of growth. And uh, it, it, it's not to be expected that we can keep this pace of growth for, for, for many years. So uh, what we're expecting is that the growth is going to slow down. Maybe we're going to see uh, a small uh, contraction in the market. Uh, we're expecting something small, not major. Uh, and uh, again, you know, maybe more in terms of uh, not addressing growth, but addressing uh, workforce challenges uh, on one hand. On the other hand, uh, packaging and processing innovation, new formats. Uh, so I think those are the two areas where we're going to uh, see investment. Um, uh, on the side of uh, innovation will be more on the uh, primary packaging end. On the side of workforce, we are expecting that to happen more on the secondary packaging and end of line in the, in the coming uh, months and years. Perfect. So we know what to look for uh, as, as we move through the rest of 2022. And, and for our listeners out there, we know what they should be looking for at Pack Expo International uh, coming up in the fall. I want to thank you again, Jorge, for taking time out of your day to come on here. Uh, so once again, thanks for kind of walking us through the 2022 State of the Industry Report. No, thank you, Sean. It's uh, always a pleasure to talk to you. Take care. Please rate, review, and subscribe. To do that, go to the iTunes podcast or Spotify app on your phone and search for Unpacked with PMMI.